Good morning. Good morning. Centuries ago, the psalmist said, this is the day that God has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to Naples United Church of Christ. My name is Mark Williams, the senior minister here, and blessings to all who are connecting with us in person, as well as all who are connecting with us online at Bentley Village and Arbor Trace especially. Welcome. Today is a special day in the life of our worship here at Naples UCC, affectionately known as Music Gift Fun Sunday. A day where we have a lot of fun, and if you're visiting this morning, I'm relatively new, so this is my first ever Music Gift Fun Sunday. So thankfully, I am friends with Pastor Angela. Because following worship today, I might need a minister for pastoral care. (laughs) I'm Reverend Angela Wells-Bean. I am the minister for congregational care, and I'm available (laughs) to any of you after worship should you need it. Um, (laughs) I'd like to ask you to register your attendance with us. If you are here in the sanctuary, there are blue attendance pads at the end of your pews. I'd love for you to take a minute and fill that out. And if you have any contact information that's changed, please let us know. And if you're worshiping with us online, write your name in the comments section and tell us where you are this morning, where you're worshiping from. And while you're there, you can click on a link if you would like to, which will pull up a PDF of our bulletin. So there's more and more happening in the life of our church, and Mark and I are going to share a few things this morning. Um, The first announcements I have are all related to missions. The first one is not great news, unfortunately. We have a whole group of 10 travelers that was ready to go to Guatemala and leave next Monday, November 6th. Um, But because of the political unrest down in Guatemala, it has made it not feasible for them to travel right now. So that's the unfortunate news. The good news is that we're looking to reschedule that trip in February or March. And I tell you this for a few reasons. We were supposed to bless our travelers next Sunday in worship, and we're not going to do that. But also many of you know and love Ken and Lois Werner and People for Guatemala. So please do keep them in your prayers as they continue to try to do the important work they're doing down there. But we have a lot of other exciting mission-related things going on in our church. And the first is this Wednesday. It's our first Harry Chapin Food Bank packing of the season. So if you're interested in getting to know other church members and making a difference here in our community, that will be at 8.30 in the morning at Harry Chapin. Um, And if you want to register, you can sign up in the gathering place with Chelsea. And then on Saturday, we're having our Actually, it's not our first. I think it's our second Habitat Build Day of the season. So come to Harry Chapin on Wednesday, and then on Saturday, we're having a a Habitat for Humanity Build Day. Again, if you'd like to sign up for that, please see Chelsea in the gathering place. And it's a great way to get to know other church members and have a lot of fun. And the third thing is next Sunday is just a reminder that it's our monthly cans for communion. So if you're going to be here in worship with us next Sunday, please remember to bring your non-perishable goods. And we know that the folks at Grace Place appreciate that as that's where our donations go. So just a few mission-related announcements to make you aware of. And Mark's got some other announcements. 
and a few others, all of which are in our bulletin uh, this morning. But tomorrow morning on October the 30th at 9 o'clock in Nelson Hall, I'll be reviewing the book by Alan Kreider, The Patient Ferment of the Early Church. And I look forward to discussing that book with many of you. And also on Wednesday of this week, my Bible study will continue. We've been studying this fall Paul's letter to the church in Philippi. That study is at 9 o'clock in person, and it is at noon on Zoom. And if you have not participated in one of those studies or perhaps just down from uh, up north, you can hop right in. All you need to bring with you is your Bible. And then finally, one week from today on Sunday, November the 5th, we will be celebrating All Saints Sunday here at Naples UCC. It is the day of the Christian year where we remember and honor our loved ones who are no longer with us uh, here on earth, but are uh, cheering us on from the great cloud of witnesses in heaven. If you would like for your loved one to be honored and recognized on All Saints Sunday, there is some information about this in your bulletin. Kindly contact Chelsea Godwin from our church office uh, prior to Wednesday of this week as we look forward to celebrating the saints one week from today. Let's now prepare our hearts and minds for worship. I invite you to be in a spirit of prayer with me as I offer this morning's pastoral prayer. Let us pray. God of creative expression, thank you. Thank you for the gift of music, for the talent and dedication of composers who put notes and words on the page, and for musicians who bring the melodies to life for us to hear. Music transcends words and languages and expresses our emotions when we cannot find the words. All of us come to worship this morning feeling different things. Some of us are doing well, and some of us are joyful, and others of us have heavy hearts. Some of us struggle with anxiety and have racing hearts. Each day we wake up, holy and gracious God, it feels like a new crisis has emerged that we're hearing about on the news The Ukrainian war, which we let drift from our minds, and yet the people still live in fear and terror. The war in the Middle East, the latest chapter in a battle that's been going on for thousands of years in the Fertile Crescent. We pray for all those in harm's way, all those who fear for their lives, for our Muslim and Jewish neighbors here in the United States who worry that violence will carry over into our lands. Speaking of violence, we pray for all the folks in Lewiston, Maine, and beyond who were affected by the horrible shooting last week. For the survivors, for those who were injured, and all the first responders who experienced the devastating trauma. We sing about peace on earth and letting it begin with each of us. Will we ever learn how to live into our ideals? Almighty God, we thank you for the ballads which invite us to weep when our body can't hold the pain anymore. We thank you for upbeat music that radiates joy and invites us to move our bodies or even just crack a big smile when we hear the intro of a song that we love. We thank you for the powerful songs that inspire us to action and remind us that each one of us can make a difference. We thank you for songs that remind us that we are loved and we are whole and that each of us matters. When our hearts are broken, we thank you for poetic songs 
that express our feelings and for songwriters who pour their hearts into their music so that when we hear it, we feel less alone. We thank you for songs about love and loss and what heaven must be like, especially for those of us who are grieving the loss of a loved one. We thank you for the music of this church, for everyone who makes it possible for us to worship you through this incredible gift. Thank you. We now lift our voices in unison as we pray together the the prayer that your son Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. This morning's scripture reading comes from Psalm 98, verses 4 through 6. And if you'd like to follow along in your bulletins, you're welcome to. The psalmist invites us to make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn, Make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Age 12, sixth grade, the Radisson Hotel Conference Center in Orlando. I competed in the National Linguistics Competition. Linguistics is an academic game. I suppose it's a cross between Scrabble as well as a spelling bee with some punctuation and grammar mixed in. And I beat her, my competitor, with the letter Z on the word Zamboni. Zamboni, you'll recall, is the name of the machine that appropriately wetens and cleans an ice skating rink in between periods. My competitor challenged the victory based on the fact that Zamboni is a company name. She was right. But I argued with the judges that most like a Band-Aid or Ketchup or Xerox, the word Zamboni had become so part of the English language that it could be used as a non-proper noun and therefore did not need capitalization. As part of my argument, I shared that there was no other word or synonym in the English language to refer to a Zamboni other than Zamboni. And the judges began to confer for almost 15 minutes. And finally, they decided in my favor. (laughs) 
by one linguistics. And you might say that that fun story from being in sixth grade was part of the trajectory of my life. For from there, I started to work with words. I was an English major in college, and now I have selected a vocation where I use words every day in writing and speaking and communicating. I suppose I am a bit of a wordsmith. And so when Dr. Becky asked that I share on Music Gift Fund Sunday what music means to me personally, I began to sense a certain irony. For me, spiritually speaking, what music does in my life is it opens my heart to a God beyond Zamboni, a God beyond words. For just about every Sunday here at Naples UCC, I come before you with words, but I know in so doing that there has to be a God beyond any words that I could ever choose a great, big, powerful, glorious God. I recall many years ago at Duke Divinity School hearing a lecture by James Howell. He is an author of many different books and currently is the minister of Myers Park United Methodist Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. And in that lecture, he was talking about the role and purpose of music in worship and the way in which music can open our hearts and minds to a God that is beyond any words that we can ascribe to God. And he used a rather contemporary example of an Academy Award-winning movie that's come out in recent decades, The Shawshank Redemption. Remember that movie? The movie in which Tim Roberts uh, plays the uh, character Andy Dufresne. And Andy Dufresne is inside of a horrific prison of a situation. And at one point in the movie, he very humorously breaks into the warden's office and locks the door behind him. And there in the warden's office, he decides to take an Italian record and play it over the loudspeaker of the prison yard. And all of the prisoners who are in the yard, despite their hurt and despite their pain, in that moment just look up to the sky as though there's some peace and some joy in their lives. Said Howell, therein is the role of music in part in a worship service. That no matter what it is that we face, no matter how trapped we might feel, There is something about God that we look up to and say, you know what? This is beyond words. For it often gets said that the hope we have stands in direct proportion to the size of the God in whom we believe. We live in a world that is deeply, deeply challenging from Maine to Guatemala to everywhere in between with multiple other wars. We have challenges in our personal lives from grief to conflict. And in so having these challenges, when we remember that God is big and beyond words, we have hope in the face of just about any challenge. Insofar as there's a God beyond Zamboni. One of the places where I am reminded week after week of the God who is big and glorious beyond Zamboni, the God who is powerful and loving and grace-filled beyond words, is here in this space. 
In fact, I recall a story from recent days about music at this church. As was shared by those who just came forward, uh, Dr. Becky in particular has a big heart for young people, not just people uh, in our choir who are in college, but my own children and children at this church. And on a wacky Wednesday, a few Wednesdays ago, my daughter, who's eight years old, brought her cello, and she isn't very good at it, for dad traded in his violin for a baseball bat in third grade. And that explains just about everything. And she was playing her cello, and it wasn't going really well until Dr. Becky had a Dr. Carlson come behind her on the piano and play a beautiful piece. And they videoed this on their phone and sent it to me. And the music that my daughter was playing was absolutely extraordinary, beyond words. That story reminded me of one of my favorite stories as it relates to God in a presence of all that is beyond whatever it is that we can ascribe to words. And it comes from music. The great Polish pianist, Ignace Paderewski, was once playing in a concert hall in New York City one night. And he was getting ready to play a piano that evening, and it was a starched audience, very formal attire, tuxedos all over the place, a very expensive ticket. There was a mother in the audience who really wanted to encourage uh, her children to get involved in music, so she brought her young son with her to be present uh, there for the concert, and mother started to chat with the person that was next to her, and do you know that son decided to get out of his seat, walked right up to the front, and on the grand expensive piano started banging chopsticks. Everyone in the concert hall in New York City was absolutely appalled. Get that boy off the stage. He's ruining all this. Do you know how much I paid for that ticket? But do you know Paderewski, who was backstage, was paying attention to what was going on? And he crept onto the stage, and he sat down on the piano bench behind the boy, and he accompanied that chopsticks with an absolutely beautiful melody. And everyone in attendance was in absolute awe. As I stand before this altar on Sunday mornings, I do so remembering my humanity and remembering that even though I won on Zamboni, my words to talk about a God as big as ours fall short. But on every Sunday, there is something behind me. As you go from this place and return to a world full of big hurt and big challenge, Remember that you do not go alone, but you go in the presence of a God who is truly beyond words. Amen.